Okay, good morning everyone. Baruch Hashem, another Thursday morning. We get to learn in this Makam Kadosh. And the sponsorships for the whole month of Tevet, Shachar and Alex Avram, for Rafu Shleim of David Pinchas and Mindel Sarah. This whole week has been sponsored by Rabbi David Nilana Singer, in memory of Dr. Karen Singer Avrech, that's David's sister in her yard site, and also in memory of Rabbi Anna Khan, Rabbi Nitzchan Asarabat Yitzchak, in memory of Lillian Schneider, the Tilana's grandmother, Leah Bas Ephraim, Zevin Jody Stender, for the speedy recovery of Miriam Pearl, Bas Tova, Yoni and Daniela Berg, in honor of their new baby girl, Ora Halel, Robert and Jill Kaufman, in honor of their grandchildren children and grandchildren, Brent and Jolie Eyes in memory of Chaim Aram ben Benyam and Akoyen, Brent's Abba and his Yorzeit, Adele and Haya Itzkowitz in commemoration of the Yorzeit of Adele's mother, Bat Yerifka Bat Tzvi, and Eli Stone in honor of his precious wife, Bonnie's birthday. May she be blessed with true simcha and brach and everything she does. That never gets old. That's, that's great, that's great. And Zahav is with us this morning, Ruch Hashem, from New York, but she's always with us, learning every year with us online, so it's all, we're all... Mashling, we're completing the picture right now. Okay, yalla. How's everyone feeling? Freezing. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. We're trust me. Every day we're working harder and harder. As you see, there's already that whole new piece over there in the back. Yeah, laat 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 It's it's all it's all coming together. Okay, the title of this year, I, I believe, if I remember correctly, it was "Why do you take away my light?" Hashem, why do you take away my light? This is a very, very, very uh, delicate, sensitive question that I'm sure that if any of you have been in a sincere relationship with your bonus you have had to ask that at one point in your life. Hashem, why did you take away my light? Hashem, why did you take away from me something that I thought I had when it came to our relationship? Hashem, why did you take away my light from me? Let's try to understand what that means based on a piece from Tzadok HaKoyen of Lublin, Tzitzka Satzadeh Kuf, Kuf Mem Gimel. And I think that there's, there's just one Nikuda that I want to say before we start learning this piece inside. This is a very, like, this is a, one, of these, one of these bombs, holy bombs that Rav Tzadok brings down, where you understand from, you begin to understand from him how he understands what tefillah is really in its core all about. What is, what is tefillah in its core all about? And remembering we're learning from someone who knew the whole Torah. That's like, the, that's like you have to remind ourselves. I mean, hopefully every tzaddik we learn from knew the whole Torah. But he learned that he knew everything, every single thing. So he's going to be drawing from a few different places to explain to us why is it that whenever we feel that we started off strong, we get cooled off. <laughs> what is this? It, it can even be not just in our, uh, you know, about Shuvah's process. It can even be like, um, even, even like I start off a, a strong davening and then 15 minutes into the davening even somehow it goes away. And definitely on days and mornings, by, we always speak about this by 10, 30, 11, you know, Eflaniv, Eflabokim, where is this? What is this all about? And obviously it's, it's very much rooted in the creation of the world. Let's see how he develops this. This is Zitka Satzadeh Kufman Gimel. Kshematchil Adam Lichnos, the Torah, Vavodashibalev. When a person begins entering the world of learning and Avodashibalev, and even, and, and also Avodashibalev, you know what Avodashibalev is, service of the heart. That is, what's that? Davening, prayer. When, I'm, when I've taken that on, I've actually taken on and I've 
I, it's become more and more part of my life. I am going to more shiurim. I am davening more. I am learning more. I'm even doing more hitbodedut. He says in the beginning, as Hashem Barach meir lo me'od, you're certain you cracked the code. It's going to work now. That first day of the diet. How could I have ever struggled with food? Remember? Like the first day. There's, there's this he'ara. It's like this tremendous he'ara. It's so light. Oh my God. Light and both la'or and like not heavy. Like, oh yeah, it's, it's just fine, right? First hour is so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so good, right? Got I, I got this. Like I told you, my friends, that when they... Uh, Precious friends of mine but they got married. They're probably married 24, 25 years. And they said to me that they were told by so many people when they're getting engaged how much the most important thing is, you know, to, to work on the Shalom bias, work on the Shalom bias, always, 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 always. And that's the whole thing of marriage. And then they had, you know, they went, they finished their first year of marriage. And they're like, we could write the book. Why, why did people, right? And then she got pregnant, right? And then a few months later, she got pregnant, and they had their first kid. And then they remembered all the tyros they were ever told about, you know, what, what, what the whole union of davening for Shalom Bayes is, is, is all about, right? So in the beginning, there's, there's yeah, my ear, my ear, my ear. And he braces this on a pasuk from Tehillim. Kamoshe Katuv, Petach Dvarecha Yair Miben Petayim. The beginning of your words shine bright to me. Mi bein petayim. Petayim here doesn't mean a fool like petty. Here it's the reference is, and he's going to show us, is a na'ar. Like from, from like youth. Like the youth of something. The youth of something. From, like an, from the early age, right? From the beginning of something. Petach dvarecha yair. The beginning of, of, of your words, there may, I mean, this has happened to us when we went into a farm store, took a safer off the shelf, read the first paragraph. This is everything I've been dreaming of. I'm going to finish this by tomorrow. Sitting by the night table for five months. I didn't get through Perak Aleph. This happens all the time, at least to me. This is key. All of the thoughts and the ratzon to do this work and to continue to shine bright, that's called dvarecha. Petach, the opening of dvarecha, of these machshavot and ratzonot to be close to you, will shine bright, Yair. Shashem barach medaber im adam. Wow. God is actually talking to you. You're not crazy. You didn't become a drama king, <laughs> right? You didn't, you, you didn't become this, this uh, mitlahe. You're not, you're, not, you're, not, you're not hallucinating. This, it, it actually was that intro, that beginning of feeling it so strong. It wasn't just you were an excited little kid. Petach dvarecha, these words that you're hearing and machshavot and retzonot to want to come close, that was Hashem talking to you, which makes the question even more chazak. And the thoughts that I have, that this time it's going to work, or, or this is, I cracked the code, they are a result of basically Hashem speaking to you in that beginning stage of Petach Dvarecha Yair. Okay? 
So what he's saying here is not only do people get excited fast and then they, have to, then they calm down and then they have to rebuild themselves. He's actually giving a lot of like, um, he's giving a lot of words of, 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 of um, yeah, a va- thank you, a validation to the person that's experiencing in the beginning so much light, so much bright light and such a, such a ratzon to come close. Why? Because it was actually Hashem talking to you. Dvarecha. The opening of your words, Hashem, your words, not just your Torah, you talking to me, and thus me feeling something, shines so bright. That validates that the beginning of like, okay, then how on earth, Hashem Yisbarach, did you not keep it like that? What? Why? Why would you not keep it like What? What is this? It's your words. I didn't make it up. Mele, I made it up. Right? Mele, I just made up a bunch of things in my mind. I imagined certain things, and Hashem's like, listen, stop with the imagination so much and just get down to tachlis. Here he's saying, it's your words, Hashem Yisbarach. Now we see this in a few times in the Torah. And one of the times that we see this in the Torah that's very, very clearly is Moshe Rabbeinu Davni to come into Eretz Yisrael. Because Moshe Rabbeinu Davni to come into Eretz Yisrael was a petach dvarecha yair. He started, he, he was, the light was bright, and he kept on davening based on what he thought, or not what he thought, what Hashem was telling him to do. Dvarecha. And how do we know this? Because when Moshe, when Moshe Rabbeinu begins his plea, he says, right? Then he says, the words are, which means, Hashem, you, you, you started this conversation. You know it. You know that it's because you put this bug in me. That's the only reason why I'm like a broken record. 515 times. Let's call it spade for Spain. The same thing happens. Um, the same thing happens, you can say, by Yehuda coming up to Yosef, Hashem, and saying, like, again, uh, how do I start my plea for want, explaining why I want what I want? Because you're in me, and you shined in me to want this right now, this bright light. So this is not a new, I think he's just elaborating on something that's happened with all the gedolim, that at a certain, I consider yourselves amongst the world, in the word gedolot, that this is a very valid taina that we have from God. Basically, in, other, in our modern language, we really are kind of saying, why are you messing with me? Isn't, right? isn't it also, and I'm sure I've learned this from, from you, Roshlema, but not just with Tzvila, but like with Chuba or just like going along the growth process, I think I, I learned from you that like the, the first step is a gift from Hashem. And, and then, like the rest is like okay now you struggle like now like, like, like but the guy so so the, the person that received that gift is like what kind of gift is this right, if if so you're rubbing it in, yeah like what some people say you know what thank you but no thank you it's too painful I'd rather be status quo thank you but no kiviyachol thank you but no thank you there is a there is a voice like that right. It's insane. It's like, so that's funny. This is almost like before the. This is before. Yeah. The this before is not. That, this is right? yeah. So it's like the, before the, is like the, the petach dvarecha is not atchala. It's like it's like. Right. So it's now changed the the, the, the lashon. Kol ha tzadim hashnim kashot. All second steps are very very hard. Right. You want to say something, Zayla? I, I think we do this to our children all the time. Because whenever a child says something, it's kind of like positive reinforcement. Like, 
<laughs> and then what? You're hoping that they're going to do another one. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. So, Ubapticha, second paragraph. Ubapticha Yair Me'od. In the beginning, again, there's so much light. Shazami Ben Petaim. That's. It comes from within the, 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 the na'ar within us. And the major says, we call a, 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 yinok, a, a baby, a toddler, patia. Okay? In the beginning of everyone's avodas Hashem, everyone's called a na'ar. To begin to understand all this, what do we need? We need a tremendous, tremendous amount of light, which then fades away. And, and now this is very important because we get into it, you know, in terms of the guilt and the self-blame and everything, and we blame everything, those that are of us that are very, very hard on ourselves. This could really, really help us. Like, you're not necessarily responsible for a lot of the... Uh, Unclarity in your life. How's that? It's a, I mean, I'm being very ner- careful with how I'm saying what I'm saying. You're not necessarily fully responsible for all the unclarity that exists in your life. This is the game, and you didn't design the game. Hashem did, from the creation of the world. How do we know? This is how we understand. Right. And then it says, Let there be light. And what do Chazal tell us right after the light was created? Right after the light that the Torah is referring to over here, when it says the creation of light, we're talking about the light of clarity. The light of absolute... When something is filled with light, it means there's no bilbul. The Midrash tells us, oh, God concealed that light and he saved it in every generation for certain people, for the big, big tzaddikim, and he concealed it really la'atid lavo. When Mashiach comes, the initial vayihi or will be fully illuminating. So we see that this teasing game didn't begin with any of us. It began with the creation of the world. Okay? So far it's, it's, it's clear what we're doing right now? Okay. So Reb Tzaddik says straight out, okay, vehine. Lama bra'o. So why did you create it? Why did you create it? Think about how many th- millions of Jews were born, they died, and they didn't witness the, the light come back, coming back again. Latid Lavo. Is it the same question as like, why, were, why, why did the angel teach us all the Torah and then take it away from us? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Could be. Could be. I told you the story of my parents, right? The night before I was born, my father whacked my mom here, so like three times in his sleep. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm working so hard. Because <laughs> it's been such a... <laughs> I have to work so hard now. The night, I was, the night before I came to the world. Anyway... <laughs> it's right. It's like, oh, okay. It's not my. It's right. It's not because I'm so bad, right? It's because that's what happened. So, so why did you create it? Why did why did you why did you create it in the first place? This light, okay. 
So Rav Tzadok says, Alken, atzorech kach, sheivra veganez. There is a need for it to be been created and then concealed. There is a need that we'll understand soon, hopefully, for each and every one of us to have these moments of tremendous light and clarity when we begin the journey, and then ta- and then cons- and then and then it's taken away from us. What's the Torah here? What is the avoda here? What are we learning from this? Because in our hearts there is that question that each of us have, and sometimes it's it's a silent mantra, and sometimes it's a very verbal mar- mantra. God, why did you give it to me in the first place? Isn't this like the whole concept of Simpson? Yeah, but it's a Shaila and Simpson. So, so it's a question on Simpson, yeah. V'chein be'et matan Torah. What does it say by matan Torah? Ne'emar, ani amarti elokim atem uvne elyon kulchem. This happened again, this, uh, this crazy amount of light came down again at matan Torah where this Pasuk took place, I told you, you are, God, you are God and you're all Bnei Elyon, meaning you all have Hashem in you and you're all supernal beings. Shaya as petach dvarecha, there was again this opening of, of God's words, shining bright, bright, bright. And we have to understand, what is it, what's the result of something shining so, so, so bright? Everyone was healed. Even Moshe Rabbeinu's speech impediment was healed at that moment, right? Every person that, ha- that, that was that had any deficiency, was healed. There was such a petach dvarecha, ve'achar kach nistalek. Ad la'atid lavo she'yachzor. The Alter Rebbe speaks about this in Tanya. So the Reb says, what does a person do when he realizes this is the game? This is how God, this is a game. This is God's game. We, we didn't do this. We, we, we didn't create this reality. It was, it's God's game that these things happen, they show up, and then they're retracted. I call you. I call you out on it. This is the game. This is how you designed it. Or enjoy it. Take it away. I'm coming down full on with the Torah. Enjoy it. And we even were almost like, okay, stop Hashem, take it away. Taking it away. This keeps on happening. Great. So Rabbi Tzadok says, but what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do in this kind of reality? And this is where you could see Rabbi Tzadok Learn, like sharing the pnimius of the of the Meshilach. Look what he says. The eitzah for any of this is what are you busy when you're doing davening? The beginning stage of our Yiddishkeit is Avram Avinu. He's called Petach Dvarecha. And the one that brings back all the light that may have ever been concealed and may have ever been lost, is the line of Mashiach. When it says that the light will come back, the what was concealed will come back in its entirety, that's referring to Yemot Mashiach. That's the line of David HaMelech. And David HaMelech was thinking about this throughout his whole life, that one day, even though I can't see it right now, that light that was concealed right after its creation will come back in its full entirety. He says over here, You know when you have moments of this? In davening. Now what does that mean? This can mean, and it should mean something else for, for every single person. There are moments that a person reaches in tefillah when the tefillah is not about asking for something, 
but it's about standing in the presence of Hashem and being aware of that, that that light that was nignaz comes back fully. And there's no confusion. And there's no concealment. This is the opportunity that we have every time we daven, is to grab on, hold on to that light again. To that which was taken away from us. That's the darga of tefillah, Rebbe Tzadokokayim says. That's why it's so chaval that we have so many shuls and we have so many minyanim where this is not spoken about at all as ki'ilu, not just something that's kidai to, to work on, but that that's actually... What's that? But it's also the purpose of it. That's also the purpose of it. This, he says... Like David HaMelech says, Kmo Shamar, David HaMelech says in, 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 in Tehillim, Va'anit Fila, who I really am, who I really, really am. David HaMelech said those two words, Va'anit Fila, right? Our dear friend Rabbi Raz Hartman's minions that he started in Yerushalayim, that really embodies what we just said right now, that minion's called Va'anit Fila, right? Va'anit Fila, that in the essence of who I really, truly, truly am, is I am clarity, I am light, I'm a person that exists in order to tap in to the oraganus, to the light that was concealed. Now look with this, is a mind-blowing. While they were building the base of Mikdash, that moment where we started to build the base of Mikdash, there was a tremendous amount of light. And in the Navi, it speaks about how much people gave. It was so much giving. There was so much peace and love. There was so much light. And people gave with a full heart. He opened up with a tefillah. And it's a tefillah we say every morning. Shamra zot le'olam. Where do we say this? Do you, not, do you recognize this? It's in Uval Etzion. Okay? Women don't really say, well, I mean, they, they, they don't come to Shul, right? No, no, no. Uval Etzion, every morning after Ashray and Lamanatseach. Right, it's not. It's not. <laughs> anyway, anyway, <laughs> everyone's holding where they're holding. Shamra zot le'olam, hold on to this forever for the yetzer of the machshavas of levava mecha. Hashem Yisbarach, hold on to this moment where the light for us, that the light is so clear. And our hearts need this, to remember this forever. And prepare our hearts to always remember that this is possible. That this is real. That this, whatever is happening over here, should not be mistalek ve'iganez. What does this mean? Whenever I re-meet myself in these moments, it's not in order to say, okay, Hashem, thank you. It's okay that I go back to concealment. When I re-meet by reclaiming myself, by discovering who I am in the state of tefillah, it's not in order to come back and say, oh, okay, cool, I remember. It's okay, let's continue to play hide and seek. God wants us to say, I'm done with hide and seek. I know that's how you 
designed the game, but I don't want to play that game anymore. Now, I don't know how long that, I don't know if, I don't know if it works, you know, but I know that, the, that what Tzadok is saying, the Davin HaMelech is saying, listen, the goal is not to just, this, this, the goal is not to be okay with concealment. The goal is not to be okay with living in a state of Golos. The goal is, this is who I am, and I want more of this, and I believe that you want me to want more and more and more of this being, of where it's clear that this game of hide-and-seek is over. I just yeah. feel like it's just reminding me of, like, therapist is, like, the biggest field now, because everyone wants clarity. Everyone. Everyone wants clarity. <laughs> right. Yeah. We were okay not being clear for many, many years. It was okay. Mm-hmm. I can get by with a moment of... Uh, I could be okay with, like, not figuring it out as long as the small stuff in life we're taking care of. And there is this, this like, emergence in the world of, like, it's not enough anymore. There are people that can actually explain, every, you know. Yeah, they go for clarity. Everybody's gone through too much already, all the generations. Yeah, yeah. And so David Amelech thought no about this. We're stuck in a state of survival. What's that? We're no longer state, stuck in a state of survival. We're able to, to expand into the Hopefully. Hopefully. Alavai. Survival is, I call you out, God. It's hide and seek. I meet you again here in tefillah. But okay, let's continue to play this game. And Reb Tzodok is saying, listen, in tefillah, this place is, and David Amelech thought about you and I. He's like, listen, there's going to come a time where enough Yidin will be like, we had enough of the unclarity. We had enough of it. We survived, but we're not thriving. And thriving is the oraganus. Thriving is living with the concealed light that is now being returned to us. And now again, living with con- the concealed light restored in your life is when it's clear to you that in a state of tefillah and being in the presence of the living God, dvekut, that nothing in the world is more important than this right now. There is nothing more important than this right now. Can I just think out loud for a second? So um, the, the light that we get from, the, from the, the clarity, the light that we, is when we talk to Hashem, right? That, that, that's Tzvila. But we also, I mean, I find Baruch Hashem that I get clarity like when I learn Torah, like I feel like Hashem sends me the Torahs that I need for like for my personal clarity, right? And Torah is referred to as Torah or Rechon. right? And and the, the people that like were the messengers that brought us the Torah, right? When Moshe was born, right? The, the, the right, light the house, habayt, right? Right? Um, Rosh Yochai, right? Rechon. The, Rechon. the light, the fire, the Baal Shem Tov was known as. Or Shiva Yamim. Right? And like that's. So you're saying it's not only Tfila, it's also. Right, um, Tfila is the light that we get when we talk to Hashem, but Torah, Hashem is talking to us. Rabbi Riskin told us that the first week we were learning for Smicha, he said, I want you all to remember that when you're davening, you're talking to Hashem. And when you're learning, Hashem is talking to you. And if you can, if you can live with that, if that's how you. That's the time, right? If you live that, if that's the way that you experience everything, it's a state of, in, it's, it's living an intimate life with Hashem, which is what you want. You want to, and that's clarity, by the way, and that's, equals clarity. <laughs> Not, uh, but doesn't equal easy. Just to make, it, make that 
crystal clear. It doesn't end up being, oh, and then it's just, then it's, there's no problems. It's just that whatever the issues are, you know, why do we go to tzaddikim? Why do we, why do we, why do we, what do we get from them? We get from them a clear way of approaching life. But it doesn't mean that everything is solved right then and there. But it just means that there's clarity that comes from someone that's living in an intimate relationship with Hashem day and night, because to them, it's very, very clear. Yeah, Leah. Just personally, I get clear driving. That's when I get clear. Because there's something that I need to work on that I just know that I need to work on. So what do you think it is? Take in any, take advantage of any moment of clarity that you have. <laughs> that's good, and that's it should. My best clarity. What's that? That's my best. Until now. Until now. <laughs> or 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 mamishnath, yeah. <laughs> or, or 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 something, right, right. Listen, the Tzadik Ukraine is, is telling us that the type of clarity we're speaking about over here is not, that, is, is not calm, necessarily. And it's not necessarily relaxed. I, I have to make it clear. Yeah, can you, I was yeah it's not calm or relaxed. What do you mean by clarity, exactly? What to do. Hmm? What to do. What to do? Yeah, I'm in this world. The type of, the type of this clarity, right, is a, is not a passive. Uh, it's not this passive feeling of a kol beseder. It's it's ah, this this is why I'm here. Yeah, this is this is this is why I'm here. This is why I'm here, and this is where I'm going. And this is the next step. Yeah, of of asiya, yeah. of asiya. Yeah. What if it's not that? Yeah. What if it's just? I mean, I'm just like maybe it could be. A feeling of being plugged in, and just not necessarily knowing what to do next, but feeling like I have the koach to deal with whatever like comes next. But then you would know what to do. Um, if you have the koach. Yeah, meaning like whatever is gonna be is, I'll, um, I, you know, the feeling of being ready for it or being I'm not ready, like fully, um, equ- well, fully equipped for it, like. Yeah, uh, like but but. In this world, then it would lead you to bring it out the foil. In that moment, I'm not sure. Right? Like, I imagine that the, it feels like the work would come after, like the understanding of what needs to happen comes after. It's like the feeling of, of clarity. It's a, it's a feeling. It's, um, it's, it's, it's more than a feeling, it's das. <clears throat> it's not just a feeling, it's das, it's a knowledge too. What if it's whatever you need? It's not just emotion. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's all, these are all abstract, meaning these are all very much things, but but I just wanted, the point I was trying to say was that it's not just calm. It's not just calm, because we'll, we'll get to calm, Adma Esrim, you know, we'll get, to, we'll get to that place after. Is it clarity after of what we're supposed to, what our mission is in life? Are we talking about that too? It, it can be clarity of our mission in my life. It can be clarity of Hashem Yisbarach, how much you believe in me. It's how much, how much I've had to go through with all to get to this level of having shalom with you, Hashem. It's just, 
not mebul, atalomebulbal at that moment. You just, the headaches, the, the chatterbox does, is not ruling you, is not governing you at that moment. Can I just ask, is he asking, is, is the tefillah that I should be able to remember this feeling? Or is the tefillah that the, that, 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 that what I'm feeling now shouldn't go into hiding again. Right, but that it should last. It's a Mashiach de Tefillah. Yeah? That's his words. That's Reb Tzadok HaKoyen's words. Why is that so hard for you? Because I know it's not going to. You believe in Mashiach very much. That's what it means. That the gilui or of the Mashiach will, is here to last. But then you're dominating for maybe someone else's life? Maybe like maybe in a few. But what I understood what you said about Shemar Zot Allah, I'm going to ask someone else is that you should always have those moments. Meaning don't stop us from having those moments because that's what's keeping us going. But then you're okay, but, but then you're. So is, but then you're okay with those moments showing up, you know, once in a blue moon, as no, long as they're you there. You want it to last. But right. The, but we're saying, but don't take them away. <laughs> that, that, the, his have, words are, listen, I, I, would, I would normally th- agree with what you're saying and, and the way you're explaining it, but because he says over here, he's basically saying, what, he, what is he right now, this moment, Hashem, I'm, I'm davening so strongly right now that this lasts forever. Those are his words. I'm not giving over my perush. I'm giving over but his how perush. Can, how can he ask? I mean, I, I, I just feel like it's a setup for... Yeah, that's <laughs> sorry, but it's a setup for failure. Like, it's... I don't know. It's, it's, I always feel like the, the idea is like to tap into, you know, what is. Right? Like, like to see from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So is that, could that be, I mean... That could be clarity. But, no, but like the, the, da, the tefillah here, right? Shamra zot le'olam, right? Shamra zot le'olam. Just focus on those three words. Shamra zot le'olam doesn't mean thank you for right now, it's okay if it goes away. No, but what it could mean is that it, I, could, I should always be able to remember this feeling and, and sort of like tap back into it. What's the what's and the stira what's the stira from that to shelo yistalek veyiganes? Okay, so I could. Yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. In stira, okay. yeah, but we're, but we're like we shouldn't be scared to like daven from a sheikh when it comes to be okay with it. Also, you know that, right? <laughs> That's also okay. part of the whole. Yeah. Yeah. So that we know what to do, but isn't it also um, that we to connect to the emuna and bitachon, so that we like, oh, I get it. It, it like, I maybe to some extent, I get it. Why it's like this, uh-huh. and maybe that guides to what I need to do now. It, but without that first understanding of um, the first understanding is what's shining brightest, nachon, uh-huh. of leading us to a place of munam bitachon. There's nothing wrong of asking Hashem this for this initial thing, right? That I'm re-experiencing now that comes back again. Yeah. I want it to last forever. Right. So that's light also. The utmost yeah. clarity, nachon. Right. Listen, whatever you think is clear to you in a moment of clarity, with spiritual maturity, that seems to you what you thought was so clear, 
is cute. We grow with our with our with with what we understand to be clarity. Mm. We we grow. It evolves. You know, it keeps on growing. Things that I was very clear about. It may have been clear to me back then, but that clarity may necessarily help help me for today. But knowing that it's possible to have this will force me. Will not force me, but helps me evolve and graduate with with my spiritual maturity of clarity. That's a very important thing. Mm-hmm. Not just my spiritual level of holiness, but my 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 concept, my concept. You know, the way that I understand what it means to be clear. We see this with spouses. Come on, in the beginning, the levels of clarity we may think we have with each other. Say that when Shana Rishona, that is enough for that level of clarity. If you're still holding when you're 20 on Shana Rishona level of clarity, yesh ba'ya. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't clear to you guys in the first year. I'll give you an example that really shook me up. Someone once thought he told me the greatest compliment. It was one of the saddest things I ever heard. On one of the trips we did to the Ukraine, a, fa- a, a guy came up to me who, at the time, was 22 years after his year in Israel, more or less. And he said to me, Wow, Rav Shlomo, I can't thank you enough. I haven't felt like this at all since my year in Israel. I said to him, Oh my God. I said to him, Brother, you're raising a Jewish family and giving your, your kids... Jewish chinuch, like, what do, you, what do you mean that you haven't felt like this since you're 18? It, it's not supposed to be like that. It's not supposed to be like that. What does that mean? The peaks we have in a certain places in life, they're not meant to, it's not meant to be, let me try to see if I can get back to that. It's meant to be the clarity of my Yiddishkeit has to constantly grow. Uh, no, not at all. I guess I'm not explaining this. It was, it was, a, it was one of the most, he, to him it was meaning. He thought he was saying to me, "Wow, we we repeaked an experience, right? You're you're you you're married since then. You brought children into the world, and you want to tell me your highest spiritual experience with Hashem is is that in all this tkufa." Do you understand? I, yeah, I know I do. I, I think there's something to be said about that experience that we had in Israel 22 years ago. Like that must have been so powerful, and it's immature because he's 22 years has passed. But it's like it's like Neshama learning Torah in the womb. It's like wow, like he, he experienced that, so he knows like wow, I've had that experience. I'm going to hold on to that, even though it hasn't progressed or. I think there's something to be said about, about that. <laughs> really I, I really don't see it like that at all. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, I almost see it like yeah. the exact opposite, and I, I experienced it <laughs> with dealing with people all the time that got stuck there mm-hmm. as very, very um, unfortunate, unfortunate like um, experience of Yiddishkeit afterwards. Twenty-two years of where you could have experienced so much more 
No, no, if people that got married to another human being and brought children into the world and still are peaking from an experience that happened before that happened and relating that to like a godly experience is really, really sad. Like very, 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 very sad. And it's across the board. Yeah, that's, it's, how could that be? You were chosen to bring life into the world, but your spiritual peak, you're, you're dating back to when you had zero responsibility to just eat pizza on Thursday night and, you know, like, and, and it comes, it's like, but, and I see this across the board. I don't think anyone's. I don't think anyone's sitting and, and thinking about. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't think anyone's sitting and thinking about clarity. Okay. I'm talking about interpreting your life, of understanding your life experience, and understanding what's available to you at any given second. But I don't think that this clarity we're speaking about is how much time do you spend um, basking in the light of clarity. It's more of what is the structure, what's the structure of your life? What is the structure? What, what tafkid does davening and learning play in your life? What is it? If that, this is a person that goes to, by the way, this is the person that's finished Shas during those 22 years and davens three times a day in a minion. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say. No, sorry. No, I think because, no, you know, no, with no, all due no. respect, I think before there were people like Reb Shlomo, Reb Moshe Weinberger, you know, and a select handful of others, you know, there was no such thing as a shul, as a kahila, even, you know, most yeshivo that that focused on anything besides minyanim and, you know, a shir here or there. You know, I have a brother that lives in a community here in Israel who, you know, came from a modern Orthodox community, you know, in, in the tri-state area. And he has a very deep soul. And, and his community here in Israel is totally devoid of spirituality. It has, it has nothing to do with Israel versus you know, outside of Israel, it has to do with the personality leading the community, whether they're focusing on just, okay, daven and give a shir here or there, or whether they're focusing on your neshama, your soul, your, you know, the, the you know, connection to God, like, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I don't, you know, I'm preaching to the choir, you know. Maybe, maybe part of the problem is that, you know, the work of marriage, you know, Parenting is not viewed as a spiritual. Of, of course, that's so, that's the root. That's the root of, of everything that I that I'm right, that that I feel when I say that that statement is the saddest statement in the world to me because there's no for some reason. Well, for 
for men especially, I think. For men especially, mamash, mamash, nachon. Especially in the more Haredi world, because it's considered a women's job, you know, in terms of the marriage, in terms of the parenting, and all of that. But I think that, you know, when when those endeavors are not viewed as spiritual endeavors, then for sure it's completely for sure. connected. And then it makes sense that, you know, this, this guy says, you know, Yeshiva, you know, 22 years ago was my high spiritual experience. I haven't felt like this since my Shana Rishana Aleph, yeah. But, he, but he's not, he wasn't taught. He wasn't taught that that's, that's part of the work, but that's not all of it. Yeah, just to, I, I want to give a happy ending to this, is that this guy learns with me every week since then. Meaning, that was a wake-up call to me when he told me that. I was like, oh my God. And I thought we were close. One second. And I thought we were like... So for me, that was almost like, okay, what are you thinking of all the stuff you may be doing? If this is something that's in your midst and a person still feels like this, you have to, you have to work on explaining what you were saying, that our mitziut in this world... Our whole being in this world, our whole being in this world with Yiddishkeit and with learning and everything has to be, of course there's ups and downs. But in the bigger picture, even though it's Ratzel Vashov, it looks like this. Not, right? But rather, right? Not, it was so good and now I'm down and now I'm back up to it. But rather, Petach Dvarecha Yair, Hide and seek. Petach dvarecha yair. Hide and seek. Petach dvarecha yair. Hide and seek. That has to, like, that has to be the tznua. First of all, there is the tznua of the nefesh. That, that's what's happening anyway in the soul. I have to just bring that clarity down to the way I live my life. Yeah. What do you want to say? Um, I'm just thinking of the, of the, um, <coughs> Trying to go back to that, yeah. you know, that experience, and you can only get a little piece of it yeah. until the Mashiach comes. Nahon. So that I think could happen to you. But this is the thing. This is what Rabbi Tzadik's chiddush is. When you get that little piece of it, what's the tefillah? Mm-hmm. That's exactly the point. When you get the little piece of it, what is that? What's the tefillah at that moment? That's our geula, right? Huh? Not enough. Sorry, I don't hear. She said gratitude. No, there's, that's that's chetzi. It has there's there's something you else. Hold on to it. As long as you well, at the petach right? right, and he's and he's, and he's revealing, he right? Right. That's not right. That's not just saying thank you, Hashem. That's also being like, thank you, Hashem, and let me and let me expand this also in the olam haasiyah. Like, let it continue. When I say I want it to last forever, I'm not saying, and may I figure out a way to hold on to this right now, and this never, so this, this never changes, but more like, I'm becoming at this moment a cleave for you to expand your light of clarity in other areas as well. So Hashem says to Avram Avinu, okay, take this. And he gives him three people. And, th- and that's how we look at the, the model of, like, Vanit Fila. Vanit Fila is not just Anit Fila when I'm davening and things that are clear to me, Hashem, I want to hold on to this. Use me, maybe in any, in, in different, you know, different ways, shapes, different. Sham razot le'olam doesn't just mean I want to hold on to this moment forever, but it's that I, the way I hold on to it is that it expands into other areas. 
It could even be in driving, meaning it could be in this thing. It could be in anything, but not for the sake of the, like, I get back to a state of calm and relax. And the world is trying to sell that. Bedach. Right, nachon. No, it's and, and I can't. Yeah, and and, and voice, Right now, this is where the new age chevra aren't holding. Meaning, new age chevra. What is today? What's a new age chevra? It's not I'm not referring to India. I'm talking about all these mantras. Yes, yes. Journey. The, all these things, all the apps that are all these things. It's great. They're cool. They're cute tools, but they don't bring you, the point there is not to connect you to your fire, it's to connect you only to the place of putting out damaging fires, Mm -hmm. so that you could get into a state of shanti, of, you know, of zen. That's not a Yiddish concept. Yiddish concept is what you just said. Mm -hmm. Serving, and that I think that's the difference. The moment you have like godliness, the moment it's not about you, then it becomes, then it's, yeah. and that's where the fire is. The moment it's self serving, then you know it's like, um, there's a lot of like selfishness there. I think you feel it when you need it. Like, what do you mean? It's, it's very, it's very chazak what you're saying. It's very important what you're saying right now. Mm. Very, very important piece. Do you understand what Adina was saying? Say it again. You want to say it different? I mean, you want to say it again? No, no. Uh, <laughs> try. Of, um, of, 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 like Bittel. We're going to talk about the idea of Bittel. So Bittel doesn't mean like I'm nothing. It means like I am nothing without Hashem. Right? So then Hashem, like if a person has a, a talent, so then the idea is that they recognize that it's a talent from Hashem and use it for like to bring more light and more godliness into the world. I think that's what Adina is saying, right? That like the that moment of clarity is like I have a lot to what, give. I have a lot to give. Right. What can I use? Well, how can I be right. be useful? Use this in the world, not oh, this is my clarity. I'm you know gonna lounge around with it, kind of. And it's selfish because I'm thinking so good about me. No, think good about you. What are you doing? Right, what are you doing with it? Which is what I was bidding you, which now ties to the beginning, which is why it has to come to Asiya for it to really be real. It has to come to, to um, the world of the world we were sent to, Olama Asiya. Like, this is what we're busy doing here. And, the others, and, and to add on to that is that what I was getting is also when you say, like, the mantras that the world is using today. And all the, all, even, I'm not going to mention certain, certain people that are out there in the world as these gurus and everything. The, the avoda is not, let's see how you can give the most of the talents Hashem gave you. Let's just focus only on calming down all the mishigas in your life so that you can be calm and relaxed. And then, right? So the, way, the Yiddish approach is, I only get quiet from the bilbulim, in order to be on fire, yeah. right? That's what it is now. When that is my tefillah to Hashem, even if it seems that everything gets concealed again, 
Even if that's what seems, Reb Tzedek says you have to remember. There's no way that you go back to the full state of concealment again. There is a cracking of the concealment every time that becomes your tefillah. It does change you, whether you're aware of it to the full extent or not. So this is a very important avoda. This is, this is basically the next piece where he's saying over here is that every single time this is the state that I reach in vanit filah after petach dvarecha yair, and then you're wondering again hide and seek. He's like, well, it may seem like that, but it's on a different level now. Nachon, it's on a different level. What was your clarity is on a different level. Every it, it, you're, you're not. You're not playing with the same deck of cards anymore. It's a different game you're in now, you know. You, you know how you have, like, on the puzzle, zero to three, three to six, like the ages of what... You, that guy that was remembering his 18-year-old experience was playing the puzzle of zero to three years old for 22 years. What you're saying is, like, it's not good enough. Meaning, like, and it's beautiful how you took that responsibility on yourself also, but what you're saying is, like... Even if you don't have, you know what? Yeah, I want to say even enough. even if you didn't even in Chas Vashon, you didn't get married or have kids. Even even if that wasn't it, right, right. That much more so if you do have. I'm saying, but even if even if you didn't, you're alive. You're in the world. You consider yourself to be Orthodox. Then even, then even, you know, a million times more, which is true that it is different for a woman and a man in that area, but I'm saying even if you didn't bring, even if that wasn't your thing, and you are, you're a bachelor, you're 40, whatever the age was, 43, doesn't matter. If you, under the assumption that you're a religious Jew, and your peak was then, and you're so happy because now you're retasting something from then, then, he's, then, then there was almost like no bakar, there was no real tefillah for anything. All these years of like, what do I do with, what you, with me, with, my, with the story called so-and-so. It's almost like not seeing that everything you've been through this whole time was, you weren't kept in. Like, you kept yourself, I, 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 you should know, I didn't say any of that to the person. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> of course not, but it yeah. No, that's what it was. It wasn't like, Man, you are you are just a piece of work, you know. Because he was coming, he was flying. We were on the bus to Medjibush. He was flying. He thought he was coming to me and tell me the highest thing in the world. I looked at him, and and I didn't tell him like you know full on. That is the most depressing thing anyone has told me about themselves. But it was more like, wow, Shlomo, you mamish have to become a real friend. That that that's what I felt. Maybe. No. no way. I think he no. Maybe. Maybe. I think that's not a Maybe. 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 Because I've had other conversations with him many since then about what it means to be in a relationship with Hashem. Oh, well. <laughs> but, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I think what you said before is so, so, so important. I just want to, like, get it straight in my mind also. Like, yeah. that, you know, this, this, like, constant sort of upward, right? But, like, I think sometimes we feel like 
like we do move up categorically, kind of like zero to three, three to six, but it's not always like that. Like some, like it, the the layers, the levels are infinitesimal, right? right. Like there's a there's countless layers, and, and, stuff, yeah. and growth is like could be as small as a hair's breadth. Like it, but it's oh, but it's growth, right? And I think it's really important to understand that about ourselves, so that we we know that actually every time it goes away. It means like the he says in beyond Darketha, right? We were just learning that like every time it goes away, it means that you've you've kind of like finished with that level, right? And you're starting a new level, right? But it doesn't always feel like you, know, you finished second grade and now you're thir- starting third grade. Like it's not so quantitative. Hmm. It's more like a sh- well, so time yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, time is But if you're sitting there, but if you're standing there and comparing every time yeah. to this and to that, then you're already out of the yeah, real picture of tasting or Haganu's kind of revelation. You could taste maybe like, you know, intellect growth, but not, not, not who we are. Like, I mean, think about this. If you stopped right now and think about yourself, where you, where you are today. And where you were Rosh Hashanah. Just think about it for a second. Where you are today, it's, 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 it's the end of Tevis, right? So we're, we're uh, what is it? Tishrei Cheshvan Kislev Tevis. We're there like four and a half months, five months away from Rosh Hashanah, Kivya. Four months away from Rosh Hashanah, right? So if we would compare ourselves to, on, on the way that you were speaking right now, not even comparing, but if we understood growth based on that, then I think that our question of why did you conceal it would be very different. It would almost be like, I'm with you on the way you designed the world. Right. <laughs> you know? It seems like the, the, the refraction of light is necessary in order for that growth to happen. Meaning that if, you know, right, but if, until, that light, right. if that light's there all the time, at least in our world, here and now, then that growth can't take place. Right. There has to be that, that dialectic between the, the, the kind of interaction yeah. of light and then the, the revelation of light. Right. And that back and forth is part of what pushes forward the process. So just really the last... The last thing over here that he says over here is, I just want you to see the bottom, the, the second to bottom paragraph. We say after our davening this pasuk, like Shamra Zot Leolam, right? Because hopefully after you davened, after you met Hashem, it's not that you feel stronger again, it's that you have new type of cheshek to be close to Hashem. It's a newfound desire to be close. It's not the same. It's not stagnant. It's not Shana Aleph. It's new. Mashu chadash matchin. Ulemishet filato mitzvat anashim melumada gam aniya kach sheinom ragish rak bergel aval mikol, this is the line, aval mikol makom en shum tfila mi'ish Yisraeli shelo ye'ane. There is no such thing as a prayer that goes unanswered. End of Arkazah. It may not go answered the, the way that you think the answer should be or is. And again, he repeats those three words that got us into this whole mess today. And now I say, and this, please don't go 
don't let it be concealed. So now it makes sense. Why does it make sense? Because every time I grow, I'm asking for this new cheshek, don't be concealed. But there's new concealment that takes place. That's the way it works. But this new found cheshek, this new level of closeness, Cheshek is a, is a drive, is a desire, a cheshek, right? This newfound cheshek, so now this, and this, and, 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 there's a gadel ve and this is how we keep on growing, more and more, that every stage that I'm as a bonus please don't let this, be, get, this one get lost. Hashem says, you got this one. But now that you're in this level, I mean, this is mamish, when I was a kid, this is exactly, like, uh, this is the way I'm seeing it, is that, um, what was that game called? It had like infinite amount of levels. You never really won because it never ended. Boy. On Nintendo, no. Uh, Mario Brothers? No. Mario, you... you... <laughs> I have a lot of time. <laughs> it's like, oh, now I have all these coins. I know how to jump here, I know how to jump here. Okay, so Loniginaz. So that, that level, what you achieved is not concealed but it doesn't necessarily provide all the light for you in the next round. But, but, you need, yeah, but, you need, but you still need to daven that what you accumulated in the current level before you, right? That that stays with you. I know it's a very shallow way of, 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 of thinking about it like this, but it's just the way that, it's, that, that, that I feel it, it, it's shayach now. Where I got to right now, I'm going to continue. For me to continue, I need to hold on to everything I learned from in this whole experience and this experience of being close. Hashem says, But this is the game. This is the game. We should be privileged to be okay with, with uh, to really be okay with accepting the malachot of Hashem in this world. And that means that this is the way Hashem designed the world. To be shalling with God. <laughs> Big broad bracha, you know. And that's David Amelech. The beginning is Avraham, and then the end is David Amelech. He brings the light. Yeah, light at the beginning. Yeah. Now that could relate actually to uh, who said it before about the the Malach. Was it you said it? Yeah. Maybe maybe that maybe that like the Avraham Avinu is like the all the Torah you know in your mother's womb, and David Malka Meshicha is takes all that light that you once knew in your mother's womb, brings brings it out before into this world, and completes the picture. I don't know. You know, this reminded me from the beginning of the year because you know, as, as parents, we're given this like whisper from Hashem when we name our children. Right. So it's like right, 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 right. And it's like um, trying to piece this all together, but um, it's like we're given this light and we're given our children's name. Yeah. Yeah. So we give our child that name when we're first given that light before right. it's like taken away, taken away, uh-huh. and then they're kind of meant to take that and. And. And fill and, and what and complete it. Yeah, but live it, it. But in the moments of light is when when their name is given, and it's like um, it's not concealed. At I mean, that moment, so that right? Then the rest of their life, they have to they have to figure out or how to how to live up to the, my parents' nevuah. Right. Yeah, that can. I mean, that's true. But when you think of it like that, that could also. I have a friend that's like till today has real issues with their parents because of that, because the name was. Uh, one second. And this is where we're going to end here. <laughs> <laughs>